Hello and welcome to uni. Uni is all about getting you into the right college course. And in this podcast, we chat to students about their college experience, bringing you insight into the life of a student, as well as providing useful information regarding college courses. Okay, Jamie, you're very welcome on the podcast, man. Great to be chatting with you. Uh, thanks very much for having me, Jack. Really appreciate it. No worries. It's great. It's great to have you on. Um, so how are you keeping? Good, good, doing good. Uh, it's been a bit of a weird year, I suppose, isn't it, for all of us, but uh, especially, I suppose, the job I'm in now and stuff like that, but keeping the head above water, how are you getting on? That's good, yeah, I, I'm good, man, I'm very good. Um, yeah, so listen, do you want to start by kind of introducing yourself, telling us a bit about you? Yeah, um, my name is Jamie Fraser. Um, I studied commerce and Chinese in UCC. I'm currently working as a welfare officer for the Students' Union. Um, I've accepted a new job next year for a uh, Board be a graduate program to be placed as a market executive in Shanghai, uh, which we'll probably touch on uh, from the lovely town of Charleville. Uh, that's about <laughs> me, really. Nice, yeah, it's a big, uh, big jump from Charleville to, to Shanghai. So I want to <laughs> definitely touch on your, you know, your, I suppose, love for for China and, and stuff like that as well, and through through commerce. But um, you know, to take me back to to the leaving cert, and I know you have an interesting story in particular to tell. So I want to kind of touch on that and. Um, take me through it from from the leaving cert um where did you how did you come to like choose what course you were going to decide to do in, in college it's a bit of a convoluted now story jack and everyone who's <laughs> listening they better have a cup of tea out because probably gonna take some time but um so i done my leaving cert many moons ago actually in 2014 and um i didn't have a clue what i wanted to do like an absolute clue i thought that i kind of wanted to go down something like like health and well-being route kind of down that way so I was filling out the CEO I remember filling out in February and there was everything from there was physio there was OT there was nursing there was commerce all in the one thing BIS all this stuff and then in when the thing came around in June for the change of mind that completely changed again um I ended up accepting a place to do nursing in UCC um in starting 2014 um and i knew from kind of the off it wasn't really for me to be honest um but i kind of stayed with it um because i just really i didn't want to kind of i suppose there's a bit of a stigma around kind of like leaving a college course and stuff like that and i was kind of having a great time on the social side of things up in ucc as well as we all do and didn't want to give that up as well but after two years of it i kind of realized that that wasn't what i wanted to do at all and so the thing was is that I knew I didn't want to do that, but I also still didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and to like quote the good old adage that people use when you don't know what you want to do with your life, you either do commerce or arts. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, it's going to be commerce or arts then, because uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I kind of was never really good with maths, maths modules and stuff like that. And I was really interested in languages. And I had a few friends who had done Chinese. And um, I kind of was like, look, I'll, I'll give this a go. Like, you know, I had nothing to lose, really. I didn't really know where I was coming or going. I'd never done any business subjects for my leaving cert. Um, I was jumping in off a deep end, really. But I said, look, it, you know, I'll give it a go. And it just stuck. And I, I loved it. Um, I loved the Chinese. I thought I was actually going to switch out of Chinese after my first year when I started, because I didn't think I'd like it from the start. I ended up loving it. Um, so yeah, I after that change, then I loved that course. I went to China in third, or my third year, and then went on to the Students' Union and uh, took a job for next year then. So yeah. 
Nice one, man. Uh, on the Chinese for a second, I, I can imagine it's a hard language to learn if you've no previous experience learning it. Like, did you have anything? Did you have any familiarity with the language at all? I didn't, actually, to be honest. And that's what actually drew me towards it in a strange way, because um, I'd done French and Irish, obviously, in school. Um, and I was I was bang average of all of them, to be honest with you. I wasn't no maverick at languages or anything like that. Um, so I knew I didn't want to do French or Irish for commerce um, because it's weird because when you do French or Irish or German, uh, you go in at separate, separate kind of classes and everyone has a different level. But the great thing, what dragged me towards Chinese is that no one, so it's beginners, so no one had done it before, which means that you can make a conscious decision to work hard at it. Do you know when you start like commerce or not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, commerce, like French when you're like 12 in secondary school, or Irish when you're five, you can't make a conscious decision at that age to work hard at something. Whereas when you're 18, 19, you can. And whilst Chinese was like, seems it seems like this big convoluted hard language, and it is really hard. Um, and there was many a time where I pulled my hair out over it, but it was probably my favorite, my favorite thing I've ever done, I'd say. Um, and we we're all, you're all starting from the, the start. Like, mm. so, and the great thing about it is, you know, Jack, you know, you said you don't commerce yourself, like, is that in straight commerce is about 200 people. In commerce in Chinese, there was eight of us. So you're automatically have seven best friends, you know, um, and learning the language, although it seems really hard, the great thing I found about Chinese is that it's all work. It's not like a natural ability to have languages because it's so out there that you, as a person from Western civilization, you can't be good at it naturally. There's actually no way you have any <laughs> talent for it. So it's all about work. And that's what I really liked about it because I could actually bend it and shape it to how I wanted. So while and the teachers are really good as well. So while it seems like, oh my God, I'm doing Chinese, I found it actually easier than Irish, like, you know? So yeah, that's funny. And like it's funny you said that because I feel like because they do teach it from a beginner's level and because you have the chance to put your all into it. And you know, as you said, you can't make a conscious decision really to really learn Irish when you're when you're young and learning it learning it off the bat but um yeah I, I feel like it's one of those things that you could actually learn to love um and so uh, you you're starting the the grad program in Borbia in Shanghai did you go on placement or was it Erasmus into Shanghai or was it somewhere else in China I went to Shanghai for okay. a year my third year so Shanghai University um nice. with all the rest of my people in my class which is a real help but um yeah, so when I went over, it was just a full year intense study abroad program, so there was no placement in it. Um, to be honest, like, it can be really difficult. Like, you, there's, China has its difficulties, you know, there's a, there's, you know, there's a firewall to, like, you know, Facebook, but you can get around that and stuff with, like, VPNs and stuff like that. And most people look at kind of China as being like, oh, my God, it's so out there. Uh, Shanghai is like a big melting pot, so, like, there's expats from all over the world working there. Um, and it's actually fairly bilingual in, in a sense, you know, signs can be in English and stuff like that. Now, you'd want some level of Chinese, which you'll have after two years anyway. But there was loads of people working there who didn't have any Chinese, you know, as well, you know, okay. working in English. Countries. Um, so, yeah, so I spent a year abroad there. So in Shanghai University studying. Um, but I also kind of realized that when I was there, um, straight commerce were doing placement at the time that I was on my year abroad. And I thought that I'd be at a distinct disadvantage if I was, uh, if I didn't get any kind of experience in, in the sector. So basically I got, re the good thing about when you 
if you go to somewhere like Shanghai, is that expat community is fantastic. Like the Irish people really look after each other out there and it's so easy to make connections. So I remember it was probably my second week there and I played a bit of rugby. So I joined a rugby club and um, you can always tell when someone has an Irish head on them, you know, and uh, there was another fella playing on the rugby team and I walked up to him, I was literally, like asked him what he'd done. And he said he worked with Board B as a market executive. And I asked him if they'd be interested in giving me an internship for like once a week, one day a week. So I, he said he'd think about it. So I sent him on my CV, done an interview and uh, managed to get an internship one day a week in China uh, in accordance with my studies. And then I kind of finished as I was working with student team. Now, when I was finishing up, I was like, okay, what do I want to do? And I really loved my time at Borbia. Um, so I applied for their graduate program and uh, ended up getting it. So just by making that one little connection, really everything stemmed from that. And that's how it happens really, you know? But yeah. I never pictured myself working in China for Borbia ever, you know, but it's uh, it things as far as place really, you know? Yeah, it just showed it just shows you, and that that's a that's a great story. And yeah, I mean, it does take that kind of initiative to to make those kind of things happen. So, yeah, fair play to you. This episode is brought to you by Musgrave. Did you know that Musgrave feed one in three people in Ireland? That makes them the republic's leading food business. Musgrave is a fast-moving business, entrepreneurial, driven by a strong ethical approach and family values. The graduates come out the other side stronger, more confident, and better equipped to realize their ambitions. They take in graduates from finance to marketing and trading to data analytics. Every role challenges, but most definitely rewards. To find out more, check out Musgraves online or find them on the Unicourse search page. Um, tell me a bit about the course itself then, Jamie, like is in, you know, compared to a straight commerce degree, cause I think we've had, we've, we've had commerce on before, uh, for when it, for, so for anyone that's listened to that, but like, is there much of a difference between, um, straight commerce and commerce in Chinese or, and what's the balance between the learning the language and learning business? Yeah, I think there's a massive difference to be honest. Yeah. Um, for my side of things anyway, it was all pluses. Um, so in Basically, your degree is you do so you have to do 60 credits in a year of college and every module is five credits for those people who listen. Um, and basically you do, I think it's 40, no, 35 credits of Chinese and 25 credits of commerce. So it's actually more weighted towards Chinese. Um, so in first year you do your kind of all introductory modules so you like the ones you do in straight commerce like introduction to marketing introduction to economics and all those ones um then in second year then you have to do five business modules only um but you can you have a wide massive array to pick from and what i really liked about that then again coming back to the fact that like i knew my strong points were in like marketing and my strong points were in management and stuff like that and economics uh, so i could avoid statistics and accounting so i would i, I got a full i always have a job that i've done a full business degree without doing one module of accounting yeah. I, I, I don't know how i managed to do it but uh, okay. i did um so yeah so you do the language is intense so every year you'd have 15 credits of chinese language so that's equivalent to three business modules but what's really good about it is you're doing constant continuous assessment so every four or five weeks you have like a little oral or you'll have a written exam 
And what's great about that is that there's no pressure at the end of the year. You're tipping away at it the whole time. As long as you keep the head down, you fly through it. Like, I know, like, like a lot of people score high in Chinese, as, as you might think the opposite, because you're constantly working away at it instead of letting all the work go towards the end of it. Um, for, so, for example, in final year, with 15 credits of Chinese, you could tip away at that. And if you get a 1-1 in that, then you, your grade point average goes up the whole way across. So, and then you do language culture modules as well. So that's kind of learning about like Chinese economic, Chinese foreign policy, stuff like that. And it's actually really interesting. And you link that in then. So, and what I really loved about it as well is that you could go from a really in-depth like management strategy module where you feel like your brain is fried afterwards. And then you go into Chinese and it's something completely different. And then you're bouncing back into another business module at the end of the day. So the variety is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, that does sound, uh, yeah, I can, I can speak from experience uh, to that. You know, sometimes you'd be in a, a lecture as, uh, you know, where they're teaching, as you said, like a management uh, structure or strategy and the, uh, it can be intense. So I can imagine that the, the China, learning Chinese is, you know, at the very least a good, um, a good change and, uh, a great like um, thing to have on on top of a commerce degree as well. Uh, and is there a final year project in final year? Because you mentioned there's a is there 15 credits of Chinese yeah. in yeah yeah. So um, basically, not particularly. There's no final year project. Um, we done this module called International Business Strategy, which is mandatory in commerce now. So there is a bit of a project with that. Um, uh, but that's a singular project and it's a group project. Um, I also did digital marketing. So that was another group project, but there's not one big, big final year project. There's like a lot of little ones, but that's dependent on the commerce modules you choose. Regards to Chinese being a 15 credit module, that's just modern Chinese business language. So that basically is your, your continuous assessments. Then you're doing stuff like you'd be giving presentations and it sounds scary, but like by the end of it, you have a, like, a 40 minute full oral as a full job interview. Um, and you're just well equipped for that after spending a year in China. And the teachers are fantastic as well. And the great thing about it, once again, just to reiterate, is that it's modern business language. So it's you're not just learning random language, you're actually learning like applicable language towards your where you want to go afterwards. So for example, when you're applying for grab programs or applying for jobs, uh, a few of the ones I applied for, I had to do a Chinese interview uh, in all of them. And I was like, well set up for that from like my final year study. So by doing bits of that, I was already coming into it strong. So it was really applicable to the real world. So hundred percent. And is the f- year in China like uh, mandatory? Yeah, it's mandatory. Yeah. yeah, you have to go. So there's two, they have three universities you can go to. So they have, uh, no, first one is BTVU which is a Beijing Technology University. Um, then there is Xiamen um, Institute of Technology, which is down the south by the sun. And then they have uh, Shanghai University. And I kind of wanted to go to Shanghai just for the big city feel and just for, to be honest, there is a, it's a lot more Western than the other places. So when you're feeling, because home, homesickness comes, you know, regardless if you want it to or not, and it's there, you, could, you have more comfort there um, as well probably worth mentioning as well that um, they offer scholarships um, to students going into their third year. So it's called a Hanban scholarship. So you sit like a standardized language assessment and a certain amount of percentile of those people get a scholarship to study abroad. So I think like five out of the seven of us in our class, we got full scholarships to study abroad in Shanghai University. So we got our full accommodation paid for for the year. And we also got like 
housing the month living expenses so it made it like really really affordable and it's and the scholarships are readily available because they're trying to push people to go study chinese in china you know so that's really good as well that's a fantastic plus yeah absolutely mm. and especially when you are like like you know in so far away from home as well to have that kind of support um mm-hmm. it, it must be must be really great uh, so yeah, that, that's really good. And so tell me about your time at UCC then as well, because I know you, you've you had an interesting experience there and you got involved as well last year. Um, and, you know, t- so tell me about your experience studying at the, at the college. Oh, I absolutely just, I loved my time in UCC. Like I absolutely adored it. Um, and now I'm probably working here for a year at the moment. So that's great. Um, so yeah, I, I tried to get involved uh, in different, different avenues and there's interests for everyone, you know, regardless of what you're into. So played a good bit of rugby. Um, I'm very much into mental health and stuff like that as well. Um, so really into mental health promotion. So I was uh, a member of the Mental Health Society in UCC for a few years. And that's something that's always been really close to my heart. Um, so basically, when I was in final year, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And uh, next year, because um, I finished 2019, 2020. Uh, but I kind of want to always knew I wanted to do a year in the student union. So I'm currently working, as I said, as a welfare officer for the student union. It's a full time sabbatical position. Um, so I decided to run for election for the student union and I managed to get myself to convince uh, people to vote for me anyway. But I don't know if that was a good choice or a bad choice on their part. <laughs> it's nearly done now, so there's nothing they can do about it. But um, basically, yeah, so it's my job right now to basically act as, act as like a primary liaison between students and the university on all topics that are in relation to welfare. So I sit on various campaign, well-being campaigns. I sit on like a counseling board. And I also offer support to students who are experiencing any difficulties, be it non-academic. So if students are having mental health problems, problems with addiction, um, problems with housing, accommodation, sexual health, like on the first protocol. And then I try and figure out things to go from there. And that's been, been doing that now for the past nearly a year actually so i'm nearly finished i'm finishing two weeks um but i've thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that and it's been invaluable experience that's great man yeah look I'm, i must commend you as well on all that and and you know doing that work and especially with the mental health side of things because i know during covid especially a lot of people um you know it, it did uh, impact a lot of people and um so look yeah um fair play to you for getting involved in that and it is a fantastic initiative so yeah um yeah so i mean as closing thoughts then um what would you say to someone that wanted to study commerce and chinese in, in ucc is any advice you give them i'd say like i definitely say to give it a go because like i look i didn't i never thought i'd end up doing commerce in chinese like I, I i never ever did um i i still not too sure in the exact direction i want to go with my life and i have a degree a year work done um and that's okay you know and you there's so much pressure put on people to know what you want to do and no one really knows what they want to do you just fall into it and it's okay not to know um what i loved about the degree was that it was so broad so there's something in commerce for everyone as you probably know jack as well you know uh, like if you're not interested in accounting you can be interested in marketing management economics statistics there's something there and um, what i loved about the language as well is like it kept it open and it opened so much doors for me like oh it's given me everything really you know it gave me a year abroad it let me travel all around asia um friends for life and even if you come out of a commerce and chinese degree not wanting to work in that field 
you've gained invaluable skills that are transferable to any career that you want to go into. So I just say go for it. Um, and it's it's just fantastic. And I, I just I enjoyed it so much. Great stuff, Jamie. Well, that's that's great advice. Um, motivational uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, so listen, when, when do you head to Shanghai? Head to, so I start my new job on June 29th and then I head to Shanghai second week of August. So, yeah. Fantastic. Back. Well, safe travels and the very best of luck with, uh, with the grad program. So Thank you so much and thanks for having me on, Jack. I really appreciate it. No problem, Jamie. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. So I hope you found this week's episode helpful. And as always, hearing from our listeners is something we love. So if there are any other courses you want covered in this podcast, feel free to drop us a message on any of our social channels or you can email us at hello at uni.ie. Keep in mind, if you're struggling to decide what to study in college, you're not alone. Many students have a hard time nailing down the perfect college course for them. If you want a helping hand, then remember Uni's college course recommendation software uses AI and cutting-edge technology to help find the best fit college course for you. To find out more, head over to uni.ie. That's Y-O-O-N-I and find your Uni fit.